Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The World of Percy Jackson. In this episode, we are going to read chapters 23 to 24. Now, before we get into that episode, into this episode, I would just like to say thank you, everyone, so much. As you know, uh, as uh, some of you know, I have I uploaded a hiatus announcement last week, and it explained as to why I wasn't able to upload for the past two weeks. But now everything has gotten better, and thank you to everyone's wishes and just their understanding. I really do thank all of you. I couldn't have asked for better fans and better people to support me, and I think that you guys are some of the best out there. And I truly, truly am very thankful for all that you guys do and all the wishes that I received for a better recovery. And I have come back with a better recovery, the best recovery, and I am here to give you, give everybody the episodes that they deserve. So today we are back and we are going to continue off where we've left off with chapter 23 to 24. A quick recap of the pre- of the previous time that we read. Reyna and her gang had met up with Talia. Uh, after a while, we have been able to see how Talia has been doing and it seems that she's doing pretty well. She's also aiding in the effort of uh, preventing Orion from hindering any business of Reyna with the Athena Parthenos statue, so we'll have to see how exactly that goes. But we left off in the chapter where Talia, sorry, not Talia, Reyna had met up with her sister Hilla. So now we're going to read chapter 23 to see how exactly they interact with each other and whether this is going to be a sweet reunion or, or a battle lurking in the shadows. So now we're going to read chapter 23, Reyna. Reyna's feelings weren't so much mixed. They were thrown into a blender with gravel and ice. Every time she saw her sister, she didn't know whether to hug her, cry, or walk away. Of course she loved Hilla. Reyna would not have been dead many times over if not for her sister. But their past together was beyond complicated. Hilla walked around the table. She looked good in her black leather pants and black tank top. Around her waist glittered a cord of gold labyrinthine links, the belt of the Amazon Queen. She was 22 now, but she could have been mistaken for Raina's twin. They had the same long dark hair, the same brown eyes, they even wore the same silver ring with the torch and spear emblem of their mother, Bologna. The most obvious difference between them was the long white scar on Hilla's forehead. It had faded over the last four years. Anyone who didn't know better might have mistaken it for a worry line. But Reyna remembered the day Hilla got that scar in a duel on board the pirate ship. Well? Hilla prompted. No warm words for your sister? Thank you for having me abducted, Reyna said, for shooting me with a tranquilizing dart, putting a bag over my head, and tying me to a chair. Hilla rolled her eyes. Ah, <sighs> rules are rules. As a praetor, you should understand that. This distribution center is one of our most important bases. We have to control access. I can't make exceptions, especially not for my family. I think you just enjoyed it. That too. 
Reyna wondered if her sister was as cool and collected as she seemed. She found it amazing, and a little scary, how quickly Hilla had adapted to her new identity. Six years ago, she'd seen she'd been a scared big sister, doing her best to shield Reyna from their father's rage. Her main skills had been running and finding them places to hide. Then on Sirkis Island, Hilla had worked hard to be noticed. She wore flashy clothes and makeup. She smiled and laughed and always stayed perky as if acting happy would make her happy. She'd become one of Sirkis' favorite attendants. After their island sanctuary burned, they were taken prison, prisoner aboard the pirate ship. Again, Hilla changed. She dueled for their freedom, out-pirated the pirates, gained the crew's respect so well that Blackbeard finally put them ashore lest Hilla take over his ship. Now she'd reinvented herself, again as queen of the Amazons. Of course, Reyna understood why her sister was such a chameleon. If she kept changing, she could never fossilize into the thing their father had become. Those initials on the reservation sign at Barranquina, Rana said, H-T-K. Hilla twice kill. Your new nickname, a little joke. Just checking to see if you were paying attention. You knew we would land in that courtyard. How? Hilla shrugged. Shadow travel is magic. Several of my followers are daughters of Hecate. It was simple enough matter for them to pull you off course, especially since you and I share a connection. Reyna tried to keep her anger in check. Hilla, of all people, should know how she would feel about being dragged back to Puerto Rico. You went to a lot of trouble, Reyna noted. The Queen of the Amazons and the Lieutenant of Artemis both rushing to Puerto Rico on a moment's notice to intercept us? I'm guessing that's not because you missed me. Phoebe, the ginger-haired hunter, chuckled. She's smart. Of course, Hilla said. I taught her everything she knows. Other Amazons started to gather around, probably sensing a potential fight. Amazons loved violent entertainment almost as much as pirates did. Orion, Rana guessed. That's what brought you here. His name got your attention. I couldn't let him kill you, Hilla said. It's more than that. Your mission is to escort the Athena Parthenos. Is important. But it's more than that too. This is personal for you. And for the hunters. What's your game? Hilla ran her thumbs along her golden belt. Orion is a problem. Unlike the other giants, Orion has been walking the earth for centuries. He takes a special interest in killing Amazons. Or hunters. Or any female who dares to be strong. Why would he want that? A ripple of dread seemed to pass through the girls around her. Hilla looked at Phoebe. Do you want to explain? You were there. The hunter's smile faded. In the ancient times, Orion joined the hunters. He was Lady Artemis's best friend. He had no rivals at the bow, except for the goddess herself, and perhaps her brother Apollo. Reyna shivered. Phoebe looked no more than fourteen to think that she knew Orion three or four thousand years ago. What went wrong? She asked. Phoebe's ears reddened. Orion crossed the line. He fell in love with Artemis. Hilla sniffed. Always happens with men. They promise friendship. They promise to treat you as an equal. In the end, all they want is to possess you. Phoebe picked at her thumbnail. 
Behind her, those other two hunters, Naomi and Celine, shifted uneasily. Celine shifted uneasily. Lady Artemis rebuffed him, of course, Phoebe said. Orion became bitter. He started going on longer and longer trips by himself in the wilderness. Finally, I'm not sure what happened. One day, Artemis came back to camp and told us Orion had been killed. She refused to speak of it. Hilla frowned, which accentuated the white scar across her bow. Bro. Whatever the case, whenever, whenever, when Orion rose again from Tartarus, he was Artemis's bitterest enemy. No one can hate you with more intensity than someone who used to love you. Reina understood that. She thought back to a conversation she'd had with the goddess Aphrodite two years ago in Charleston. If he's such a problem, Reina said, why doesn't Artemis simply slay him again? Phoebe grimaced. Easier said than done. Orion is sneaky. Whenever Artemis is with us, he stays far away. Whenever we hunters are on our own, like we are now, he strikes without warning and disappears again. Our last lieutenant, Zoe Nightshade, spent centuries trying to track him down and kill him. The Amazons have also tried, Hilla said. Orion doesn't distinguish between us and the hunters. <clears throat> I think we all remind him too much of Artemis. He sabotages our warehouses, disrupts our distribution centers, kills our warriors. In other words, Rana said dryly, he's getting in the way of your plans for world domination. Hila shrugged. Exactly. That's why you rushed here to intercept me, Rana said. You knew Orion would be right behind me. You're setting up an ambush. I'm the bait. The other girls all found somewhere else to look besides Rana's face. Oh, please, Rena shied Don't develop a guilty conscience now. It's a good plan. How do we proceed? Hilla gave her comrades a lopsided smile. I told you my sister was tough. Phoebe, you want to explain the details? The hunters shouldered her bow. Like I said, I believe Orion is tracking you, not the Athena Parthenos. He seems especially good at sensing the presence of a female demigods. I guess you'd say we're his natural prey. Charming, Rana said. So my friends, Nico and Gleason Hedge, are they safe? I still don't know why you travel with the males, Phoebe grumbled. But my guess is that they are safer with you without you around. I did my best to camouflage your statue. With luck, Orion will follow you here, straight into our line of defenses. And then, Rana asked. Hilla gave her the sort of cold smile that used to make Blackbeard's pirates nervous. Talia and most of our hunters are scouting the perimeter of Viejo San Juan. As soon as Orion gets close, we'll know. We set traps at every approach. I have my best fighters on alert. We'll snare the giant. Then one way or another, we'll send him back to Tartarus. Can he be killed? Rain asked. I thought most giants could only be destroyed by a god and demigod working together. We intend to find out, Rahela said. Once Orion is taken down, your quest will be much easier. We'll send you on your way with our blessings. We could use more than your blessings, Rana said. Amazons ship things all around the world. Why not provide safe transport for the Athena Parthenos? Get us to Camp Half-Blood before August 1st. I can't, Hilla said. If I could, sister, I would. But surely you felt the anger radiating from the statue. We Amazons are honor honorary daughters of Ares. 
The Athena Parthenos would never tolerate our interference. Besides, you know how the fates operate. For your quest to succeed, you have to deliver the statue personally. Reyna must have looked, and looked crestfallen. Phoebe shoulder bumped her like an overfriendly cat. Hey, not so glum. We'll help you as much as we can. The Amazon service department has repaired those metal dogs of yours. And we have some cool parting gifts. Celine handed Phoebe a leather satchel. Phoebe rummaged inside. Let's see. Healing potions, tranquilizer darts, like the ones we used on you. Hmm, what else? Oh, yeah. Phoebe triumphantly produced a rectangle of folded silvery cloth. A handkerchief? Raina asked. Better. Back up a little. Phoebe tossed the cloth onto the floor. Instantly, it expanded into a 10 by 10 camping tent. It's air-conditioned, Phoebe said. Sleeps four, it has a buffet table and sleeping bags inside. Whatever gear you put in will collapse with the tent. Um, within reason. Don't try and stick your giant statue in there. Celine snickered. <laughs> if your male traveling companions get annoying, you could always leave them inside. Naomi frowned. That wouldn't work. Would it? Anyway, Phoebe said, these tents are great. I have one just like it. Use it all the time. When you're ready to close it up, the com command word is Acteon. The tent collapsed into a tiny rectangle. Phoebe picked it up, stuffed it into the satchel, and handed the bag to Reyna. I don't know what to say, Reyna stammered. Thank you. Aww, Phoebe shrugged. It's the least I can do for 50 feet away, a side door begged open. An Amazon ran straight toward Hilla. The newcomer wore a black pantsuit, her long auburn hair pulled back into a ponytail. Reyna recognized her from the Battle of Camp Jupiter. Kinsey, isn't it? The girl gave her a distracted nod. Praetor. She whispered something in Hilla's ear. Hilla's expression hardened. I see. She glanced at Reyna. Something is wrong. We've lost contact with the outer defenses. I'm afraid Orion... Behind Reyna, the metal doors exploded. And that's the end of chapter 23. So definitely, I think that we can assume that Orion is on his way. In fact, he's here. And it's going to be very interesting to see how they're going to combat against Orion and his army. And what exactly, if any, there's going to be any conversation regarding Orion's thoughts behind this entire approach. Why exactly, or how exactly is he coming up with all of this? Why exactly is he deciding to do all of this? Is love the only reason, or are there other reasons as well? So we'll see after the break how this battle is going to go down with Chapter 24, Reyna. And we're back from the ads, and now we're going to read Chapter 24, Reyna. Reyna reached for her sword, then realized she didn't have one. Get out of here! Phoebe readied her bow. Selene and Naomi ran to the smoking doorway, only to be cut down by black arrows. Phoebe screamed in rage. She returned fire as Amazons rushed forward with shields and swords. Reyna! Hilla pulled her arm. We must leave! We can't just... My guards will buy you time! Hilla shouted. Your quest must succeed! Reyna hated it, but she ran after Hilla. They reached the side door and Reyna glanced back. 
Dozens of wolves, gray wolves like the ones in Portugal, surged into the warehouse. Amazons hurried to intercept them. The smoke-filled doorway was piled with bodies of the fallen, Celine, Naomi, and Phoebe. The ginger-haired hunter who'd lived for thousands of years now sprawled unmoving, her eyes wide with shock, an oversized black and red arrow buried in her gut. The Amazon Kinsey charged forward, long knives flashing. She leaped over the bodies and into the smoke. Hilla pulled Reyna into the passageway. Together they ran. They'll all die, Reyna yelled. There must be something. Don't be stupid, sister. Hilla's eyes were bright with tears. Orion outfoxed us. He turned the ambush into a massacre. All we can do now is hold him back while you escape. You must get that statue to the Greeks and defeat Gaia. She led Reyna up a flight of stairs. They navigated a maze of corridors, then rounded a corner into a locker room. They found themselves face to face with a large gray wolf, but before the beast could even snarl, Hilla punched it between the eyes. The wolf crumpled. Over here, Hilla ran to the nearest row of lockers. Your weapons are inside. Hurry! Reyna grabbed her knife, her sword, and her pack. Then she followed her sister up a circular metal, sta- metal stairwell. The top detonated at the ceiling. Hilla turned and gave her a stern look. I won't have time to explain this, all right? Stay strong. Stay close. Reyna wondered what could be worse than the scene they just left. Hilla pushed open the trapdoor and they climbed through into their old home. The great room was just as Reyna remembered. Opaque skylights glowed on the 20-foot ceilings. The stark white walls were devoid of decoration. The furniture was oak, steel, and white leather, impersonal and masculine. Both sides of the room were overhung with terraces, which had always been made. Reyna felt like she was being watched, because often she was. Their father had done everything he could to make the centuries-old hacienda feel like a modern home. He'd added the skylights, painted everything white to make it brighter and airier, but he'd only succeeded in making the place look like a well-groomed corpse in a new suit. The trapdoor had opened into the massive fireplace. Why they even had a fireplace in Puerto Rico, Reyna had never understood. She and Hilla used to pretend the hearth was a secret hideout where their father couldn't find them. They used to imagine they could step inside and go to other places. Now... Hilla had made that true. She had linked our underground lair to their childhood home. Hilla, I told you we don't have time, but I own the building now. I put the deed in my name. You did what? I was tired of running from the past, Reyna. I decided to reclaim it. Reyna stared at her dumbfounded. You could reclaim a lost phone or a bag at the airport. You could even reclaim a hazardous waste dump, but this house and what had happened here, there was no reclaiming that. "'Sister,' Hilla said. "'We're wasting time. Are you coming or not?' Reyna eyed the balconies, half expecting luminous shapes to flicker at the railing. "'Have you seen them?' "'Some of them. Papa?' "'Of course not,' Hilla snapped. "'You know he's gone for good.' "'I don't know anything of the sort. How could you come back?' "'Why? To understand!' Hilla shouted. "'Don't you want to know how it happened to him?' "'No.' You can't learn anything from ghosts, Hilla. You of all people should realize I'm leaving, Hilla said. Your friends are a few blocks away. Are you coming with me or should I tell them you died because you got lost in the past? I'm not the one who took possession of this place. Hilla turned on her heel and marched out the front door. Raina looked around one more time. She remembered her last day here when she was 10 years old. She could almost hear her father's angry roar echoing through the great room, the chorus of wailing ghosts on the balconies. She ran for the exit. She burst into 
warm afternoon sunlight and found that the street hadn't changed. The crumbling pastel houses, the blue cobblestones, dozens of cats sleeping under cars or in the shade of banana trees. Raina might have felt nostalgic, except that her sister stood a few feet away facing Orion. Well now, the giant smiled. Both daughters of Bologna together. Excellent! Raina felt personally offended. She had worked up an image of Orion as a towering ugly demon, even worse than Polyboots, the giant who had attacked Camp Jupiter. Instead, Orion could have passed for a human. A tall, muscular, handsome human. His skin was the color of wheat toast. His dark hair was undercut, swept into spikes on top. With his ba- bla- ba- black leather breeches and jerkin, his hunting knife and his bow and quiver, he might have been Robin Hood's evil, better-looking brother. Only his eyes ruined the image. At first glance, he appeared to be wearing military night vision goggles, then Reyna realized they weren't in goggles. They were the work of Hephaestus. Brown mechanical eyes embedded into the giant's sockets. Focusing rings spun and clicked as he regarded Reyna. Targeting lasers flashed red to green. Reyna got the uncomfortable impression that he was seeing much more than her form. Her heat signature, her heart rate, her level of fear. At his side, he held a black composite bow, almost as fancy as his eyes. Multiple strings ran through a series of pulleys that looked like miniature steam train wheels. The grip was polished brown, studded with dials and buttons. He had no arrow knocked. He made no threatening moves. He smiled so dazzlingly it was hard to remember he was an enemy. Someone who'd killed at least half a dozen hunters and Amazons to get here. Hilla drew her knives. Reyna, go. I will deal with this monster. Orion chuckled. <laughs> Hilla twice kill. You have courage. So did your lieutenants. They are dead. Hilla took a step forward. Reyna grabbed her arm. Orion! She said, you have enough Amazon blood on your hands. Perhaps it's time you try a Roman. The giant's eyes clicked and dilated. Red laser dots floated across Reyna's breastplate. Ah, the young praetor, I admit. I've been curious. Before I slay you, perhaps you'll enlighten me. Why would a child of Rome go to such lengths to help the Greeks? You have forfeited your rank, abandoned your legion, made yourself an outline for what? Jason Grace scorned you. Percy Jackson refused you. Haven't you been... What's the word? Dumped enough? Raina's ears buzzed. She recalled Aphrodite's warning two years ago in Charleston. You will not find love where you wish or where you hope. No demigod shall heal your heart. She forced herself to meet the giant's gaze. I don't define myself by the boys who may or may not like me. Brave words... The giant's smile was infuriating. But you are no different from the Amazons or the Hunters or Artemis herself. You speak of strength and independence. As soon as you face a man of true power and prowess, your confidence crumbles. You feel threatened by my dominance and how it attracts you. So you run, or you surrender, or you die. Hilla shrugged off Raina's hand. I will kill you, giant. I will chop you into pieces so small, Ra- Hilla. Raina interrupted. Whatever else happened to you, she could not watch her sister die. Reyna had to keep the giant focused on her. Orion, you claimed to be strong, yet you couldn't keep the vows of the hunt. You died rejected, and now you're running errands for your mother? So tell me again, how exactly are you threatening? Orion's jaw muscles clenched. His smile became thinner and colder. A good try, he admitted. 
You're hoping to unbalance me. You think perhaps if you keep me talking, reinforcements will save you. Alas, Praetor, there are no reinforcements. I burned your sister's underground lair with her own Greek fire. No one survived. Hilla roared and attacked. Orion hit her with the butt of his bow. She flew backward into the street. Orion pulled an arrow from his quiver. Stop! Rena yelled. Her heart hammered in her ribcage. She needed to find the giant's weakness. Barankina was only a few walks away, blocks away. If they could make it that far, Nico might be able to shadow travel them away. And the hunters couldn't all be dead. They'd been patrolling the entire perimeter of the old city. Surely some of them were still out there. Orion, you asked what motivates me. She kept her voice level. Don't you want your answer before you kill us? Surely it must puzzle you why women keep rejecting a big handsome guy like you. The giant knocked his arrow. Now you have mistaken me for Narcissus. I cannot be flattered. Of course not, Reyna said. Hilla rose with a murderous look on her face, but Reyna reached out with her senses, trying to share with her sister the most difficult kind of strength. Restraint. Still, it must infuriate you. First you were dumped by a mortal princess. Merope. Orion sneered. A beautiful girl, but stupid if she had any sense. She would have understood I was flirting with her. Let me guess, Reno said. She screamed and called for the guards instead. I was without my weapons at the time. You don't bring your bow and knives when you're courting a princess. The guards took me easily. Her father, the king, had me blinded and exiled. Just above Reno's head, a pebble skittered across its clay-tiled roof. Might have been her imagination, but she remembered that sound from the many nights Hilla would sneak out of her own locked room and creep across the roof to check on her. It took all of her Wayna's willpower not to glance up. But you got new eyes, she said to the giant. Hephaestus took pity on you. Yes. Orion's gaze became unfocused. Marina could tell, because the laser targets disappeared from the chest. I ended up on Delos, where I met Artemis. Do you know how strange it is to meet your mortal enemy and end up being attracted to her? He laughed. <laughs> Praetor, what am I saying? Of course you know. Perhaps you feel for the Greeks as I felt for Artemis. A guilty fascination. An admiration that turns to love. But too much love is poison. Especially when that love is not returned. If you don't understand that already, Reina Ramirez Ariano, you soon will. Hilla limped forward, her knives still in hand. Sister, why do you let this beast talk? Let's put him down. Can you? Orion mused. Many have tried. Even Artemis' own brother Apollo was not able to kill me back in the ancient times. He had to use trickery to get rid of me. He didn't like you hanging out with his sister? Reyna listened for more sounds from the roost, but heard nothing. Apollo was jealous. The giant's fingers curled around his bowstring. He drew it back, setting the bow's wheels and pulleys spinning. He feared I might charm Artemis into forgetting her vows of maidenhood, and who knows, without Apollo's interference, perhaps I would have. She would have been happier. As your servant? Hilla growled. Your meek little housewife? It hardly matters now, Orion said. At any rate, Apollo inflicted me with madness, a bloodlust to kill all the beasts of the earth. I slaughtered thousands before my mother Gaia finally put a stop to my rampage. She summoned a giant scorpion from the earth. It stabbed me in the back and its poison killed me. I owe her for that. You owe Gaia, Gaia, Rena said, for killing you. 
Orion's mechanical pupils spiraled into tiny glowing points. My mother showed me the truth. I was fighting against my own nature, and it brought me nothing but misery. Giants are not meant to love mortals or gods. Gaia helped me accept what I am. Eventually, we all must return home, Praetor. We must embrace our past no matter how bitter and dark. He nodded his chin toward the villa behind her. Just as you've done. You have your own share of ghosts, eh? Reyna drew her sword. You can't learn anything from ghosts, she had told her sister. Perhaps she couldn't learn anything from giants either. This is not my home, she said, and we are not alike. I have seen the truth. The giant sounded truly sympathetic. You cling to the fantasy that you cannot, that you can make your enemies love you. You cannot, Reyna. There's no love for you at Camp Half-Blood. Aphrodite's words echoed in her head. No demigod shall heal your heart. Reyna studied the giant's handsome, cruel face, his glowing mechanical eyes. For a terrible moment, she could understand how even a goddess, even an eternal maiden like Artemis, might fall for Orion's honeyed words. I could have killed you twenty times by now, the giant said. You realize that, don't you? Let me spare you. A simple show of faith is all I need. Tell me where the statue is. Reyna almost dropped her sword. Where the statue is. Orion hadn't located the Athena Parthenos. The hunter's camouflage had worked. All this time, the giant had been tracking Reyna, which meant that even if she died right now, Nico and Coach Hedge might stay safe. The quest was not doomed. She felt as she'd shed a hundred pounds of armor. She laughed. The sound echoed down the cobblestone street. <laughs> Phoebe outsmarted you, she said. By tracking me, you lost the statue. Now my friends are free to continue their mission. Orion curled his lip. Oh, I will find them, Praetor, after I deal with you. Then I suppose, Rena said, we'll have to deal with you first. That is my sister, Hilla said proudly. Together they charged. The giant's first shot would have skewered Reyna, but Hilla was fast. She sliced the arrow out of the air and lunged at Orion. Reyna stabbed at his chest. The giant intercepted both of their attacks with his bow. He kicked Hilla backward in the hood into the hood of an old Chevy. Half a dozen cats scattered from underneath it. The giant spun a dagger suddenly in his hand, and Reyna just managed to dodge the blade. She stabbed again, ripping through his leather jerkin, but only managed to graze his chest. "'You fight well, Praetor,' he admitted, "'but not well enough to live.' Reyna willed her blade to extend into a pylon. My death means nothing. If her friends could continue their quest in peace, she was fully prepared to go down fighting. But first, she intended to hurt this giant so badly, he would never forget her name. What about your sister's death? Orion asked. Does that mean something? Faster than Reyna could blink, he sent an arrow flying towards Hilla's chest. A scream built in Hilla's throat, but somehow Hilla caught the arrow. Hilla slid off the hood of the car and snapped the arrow with one hand. I am the queen of the Amazons, you idiot. I wear the little royal belt. The strength it gives me, I will avenge the Amazons you killed today. Hilla grabbed the front fender of the Chevy and Phil flipped the entire car toward Orion, as easily as if she were splashing it with water in a swimming pool. The Chevy sandwiched Orion against the wall of the nearest house. Stucco cracked. A banana tree toppled and more cats fled. Rana ran toward the wreckage, but the giant bellowed and shoved away the car. You will die together, he promised. 
two arrows appear knocked in his bow, the string fully drawn back. Then the rooftops exploded with noise. Die! Gleason Hedge dropped directly behind Ryan, smacking his baseball bat over the giant's head so hard the Louisville slugger cracked in half. At the same time, Nico D'Angelo dropped in front. He slashed his, slashed his Stygian sword across the giant's bowstrings, causing pulleys and gears to zip and creak, the string recoiling with hundreds of pounds of force until it whacked Orion in the nose like a hydraulic bullwhip. Ow! Orion staggered back, dropping his bow. Hunters of Artemis appeared along the rooftop, shooting Orion full of silver arrows until he resembled a glowing hedgehog. He staggered blindly, holding his nose, his face streaming with golden ichor. Someone grabbed Raina's arm. Come on! Talia Grace had returned. Go with her! Hilla ordered. Raina's heart felt like it was shattering. Sister, you have to leave now! It was exactly what Hilla had said to her six years ago, the night they had escaped their father's house. I'll delay Orion as long as possible. Hilla grabbed one of the giant's legs. She yanked him off balance and tossed him several blocks down the Calle San Jose, to the general constant consternation of several dozen more cats. The hunters ran after him along the rooftop, shooting arrows that exploded in Greek fire, wreathing the giant in flames. Your sister's right, Talia said. You need to go. Nico and Hedge fell in alongside her, both looking very pleased with themselves. They had apparently gone shopping at the Barranquilla souvenir shop where they'd replaced their dirty, tattered shirts with loud tropical numbers. Nico, Rana said, you look not a word about the shirt. He warned, not one word. Why did you come looking for me? She demanded, you could have gone away free. The giant has been tracking me. If you just left, you're welcome, cupcake. The coach grumbled. We weren't about to leave without you. Now let's get out of... He glanced over Raina's shoulder and his voice faltered. Raina turned. Behind her, the second-story balconies of her family house were crowded with glowing figures. A man with a forked beard and rusted conquistador armor. Another bearded man in 18th-century pirate clothes. His shirt peppered with gunshot holes. A lady in a bloody nightgown. A U.S. Navy captain in his dress whites. And a dozen more Raina knew from her childhood. All of them glaring at her accusingly. Their voices whispering in her mind, traitor, murderer. No. Raina felt like she was ten years old again. She wanted to curl up in the corner of her room and press her hands over her ears to stop the whispering. Nico took her arm. Raina, who are they? What are they? I can't. She pleaded. I, I, I can't. She spent so many years building a dam inside her to hold back the fear. Now it broke. Her strength washed away. It's all right. Nico gazed up at the balcony. The ghosts disappeared, but Raina knew they weren't really gone. They were never really gone. We'll get you out of here, Nico promised. Let's move. Talia took Raina's other arm. The four of them ran for the restaurant in the Athena Parthenos. Behind them, Raina heard Orion roaring in pain, Greek fire exploding, and in her mind, the voices still whispered, Mortar, murder, traitor. You can never flee your crime. And that's the end of chapter 24. Well, that was definitely a fascinating chapter. And I think it really gives us a very fascinating perspective on two different types of characters. One of them is Orion, which is essentially the villain. And then you have Reyna, who is essentially the hero. But 
it's very different sides of those heroes and villains that makes us believe that they're the story behind what makes these characters these characters is what is so fascinating about all of them i think that when we start when we look at orion and we see how he's become where he is and we look at other villains as well uh, most notably luke all of these villains have gone through something where in their perspective makes it look extremely unfair and to that point it's so unfair to them that they're plagued with that or at least the they're they're clouded by the thought that they need to destroy everyone around them to appease this justice that's what luke had done and hence that's why he had let chronos take over his body because he thought that that was the right thing to do in order to take revenge on his father hermes for what he had done to him and his family and then if you examine orion you take his revenge for requited love as the reason behind why he's doing what he's doing so all of these villains essentially i think that this is this is what is a really fascinating thing that this book shows us is that a villain has a reason a villain has a reason to become the villain is it a good reason maybe not or sometimes it is or sometimes it makes sense but the way they go about it the way that they are they vow to themselves that they're going to get rid of every single innocent person without actually confronting the problem is what makes it them the villain if luke was able to potentially uh have this battle with his own father just like how percy had with ares despite them not being father and son battles with gods can happen because not everyone is perfect but luke had taken this route of where he was going to go just wage a war against the entirety of camp half blood and camp jupiter and just every single demigod in that area as a form of revenge for his towards his father so i think that the book really shows us these different facets behind a villain and how that makes up a villain and i think that that's really really fascinating especially when we also look at what the hero is also going through similar emotions and how both of them balance those emotions and how they come up with different outcomes with orion he takes his requited love as revenge against all the demigods and everyone who is even potentially related to artemis hence his revenge and how his thinking is that no girl should be strong because of what artemis had done to him but then when you look at reyna all that she's been through throughout her childhood she has managed she managed she found an avenue an outlet where he she suppressed those feelings and to this day she is that praetor that everyone looks up to but now that it's broken out now that those fears have broken out we'll have to see what exactly happens and i think it's a very fascinating way that these characters have been developed and i think it's really really interesting that we get to see how these characters are going to further develop as we continue to read but that concludes the end of our episode and next week we will continue with our regular q a session so please feel free to upload your q a's and your shout outs and i will try my best to get to all of them in the next episode so see you next week and stay safe and stay out of boredom <laughs>